everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode 50. Whoa. It's our golden anniversary. How do we do that? <laughs> Who knows? We've By had... putting out 49 other episodes? That's probably how we got here. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And we're back with another seemingly random-ass movie, but basically the theme is too long for Bamcast Prime. Yeah. So Too hot for TV. Yeah. And we decided for our golden anniversary... There's no tie-in whatsoever. We watched 1979's Meteor. What is it? Uh, we had a word for it when we came to 50, like Cessus and Quintinial. I don't know. I don't so, know words and shit. It, yeah. It's a it's an anniversary. It's 50. Yeah. It's, it means fuck all. <laughs> That's right. 50th anniversary means fuck all. <laughs> it's not 50. It's like 50th is like 50 years. This is I, like I not quite a year. It's 50 episodes. All right. It's 50 episodes. You know how many shows don't get to 50 episodes? Um... No. And probably Pox didn't never, make it to 50 I've episodes. I've never heard of them, probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so, yeah, Meteor, 1979. Oh, oh, right, yes. Starring Sean Connery and mm-hmm. a host of others. Speaking of something big coming at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, this episode, I mean. Yeah, here it is. What um, did you mean? Jeez. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't know. So, Meteor is pretty much exactly what you think it is. It's about a meteor? There's a big meteor coming towards Earth. Huh. And uh, we got to stop it. Oh, I'm a getting it. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yep. So uh, we've got an all-star cast besides Sean Connery. Uh-huh. Uh, you've got Natalie Wood. Mm-hmm. You've got Carl Malden. Correct. Brian Keith. Martin Landau. Henry fucking Fonda is the president of the United States. Sure. Others. That, that old coot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. This was, this was kind of at the tail end of the disaster genre. That was big in the 70s. This was close to when people were like, nah, forget it. Mm. I'm tired of this shit. Like Towering Inferno and yeah. Earthquake. And, yes. Yes. All that stuff. Um, it was also pretty much the movie that ended American International. Oh. Yeah. This uh, this movie didn't make much money. But how can something be American and international? <laughs> well, afterwards, nothing was oh, because right. it was gone. Uh, also, technically, a Shaw Brothers movie. Yes. Well, uh, a Shaw Brother yes, movie. Yes. A Shaw Brother helped produce this. Uh, Run Run Shaw, Sir Run Run Shaw, uh, helped. Was he actually knighted, or is this like I don't know if he just is this like the, Sir Mixalot? I don't just, know. <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, I mean, apologies if Mixalot was in fact knighted by the Queen or something. I don't think Mixalot was knighted by the Queen. <laughs> Latifa maybe, but not the of England. Hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, there are scenes that take place in Hong Kong. This is an international scoped motion picture yes, and so cinema scope mm-hmm. and to get uh to get funding they uh they went internationally drew upon the the hong kong community hmm. and uh, so you would say it was like funded by both american and international parties yes huh literally the name <laughs> of the company and then everyone said nah <laughs> we don't want any more of that but anyway okay so there's a there's a comment and we get this long narration thing about comets, blah, blah, blah. Which I was ready to turn on this movie because I was like, hey, comet's not a meteor. <laughs> right. You fuckers. Yeah. I hope you know that. <laughs> but uh, so the comet is coming around the sun mm-hmm. and the narration's like, we've never seen this one before. Here it comes. Yeah, new comet. Yeah. And uh, so this movie is one of those like it's in the future, but who the hell knows when it is because we've got we've got a spaceship out hanging out by Mars or on its way to Mars. Yes. The Challenger 2. Challenger 2. Yeah. Um, one of one of the this is the first of some unfortunate foreshadowing in this movie. But so they've got this. Th- th- it's like a it, it, oh, let me just say the special effects in this movie are fucking terrible. 
everything looks like a model, like not like a giant model. It looks like a little kid's model that they just photographed. None of them look right at all. There's no yeah. depth to them. There's no like detail on them. That's but, weird because I actually thought the models were pretty good. Like, I mean, they're not lit right. That's the problem, I think. It's like, I think yeah. they're, they're constructed well. They're lifeless. Yeah, they're lifeless. Like, you look at, like, the Enterprise in early Star Trek movies, and you're like, that looks like a thing that probably mm-hmm. is moving through space. You look at these, and it's just like, I probably had that <laughs> as a kid. Yeah, because I think one of my first notes... Now, I almost went back and erased this note later in the movie, mm-hmm. but one of my first notes was major props for putting the flag the right way on um, Hercules, that yeah. we find out is what it's called. Yeah. Um, I, I know we're just talking about models right now. Right. However, by the end of the movie, I have no idea what fucking way is the front of Hercules. Because like, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about <laughs> Hercules later, but like that was one of my first notes just talking about the models. I was like, the first time you see a flag on a model, it is. It looks like right it's paint, you know, pointing yeah. forward. Yeah. You know, Starfield always goes forward. That's mm-hmm. the secret of patches on military stuff. Yeah. Just so you know, yeah. I, I think I've I think I've complained that before and I've never actually explained it. But if you didn't know, mm-hmm. whenever you see a flag on like someone's uniform, it's like on their right arm. You're like, hey, that's backwards. No, it's not. Yep. The flag is always flying facing forward as if you were carrying, carrying a flag. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I this I remember uh, there were a couple points in this movie where I was like, oh, yeah, that looks right. But it always seemed to me like movies never got it right until late 80s. Mm-hmm. So we talked about it, I think, during Delta Force and stuff like that. But yeah. Um, so anyway, this comet is going to it's it's aiming right for the asteroid belt. Yeah, they've they've done math and they're like it's going to hit. Um, <laughs> they've done. Some it's going to hit Orpheus, the yes. largest of the asteroids in the asteroid belt. Yeah, it is a five mile long but asteroid. They're pretty sure. Like yeah. they, they've done they've done calculations and they're like we think this, but let's send Challenger two up here to observe it. Yeah, we need you guys to go and, and, the... and they, they basically park in like a donut of another like, <laughs> like there's a donut shaped asteroid out there and they're like they just pull it like inside <laughs> they fly there fly in it, which is like that's really dumb. You should not be doing that um but yeah they're they're really just there to take calculations and pictures and figure out what's going to happen they think this thing is going to hit the the uh, asteroid and obliterate it Mm -hmm. and they just need all the information they can get well what happens is it hits it and knocks it loose and sends it straight towards earth the entire thing like a a big chunk yeah because they describe the thing as i think 50 miles wide or 20 miles wide something something like that that. but it's only a five mile piece yes coming towards us um but yeah, so as it's coming towards Earth, it obliterates Challenger too, mm-hmm. while you know Mission Control is just sitting there watching it, including one of the dude's dads, who's just sitting there. Hey, son, way to command the. Oh, and they even had that moment of like, "Hey, it's my dad there. Yeah. Right, tell him hi, and I hope he's proud of me." Bye. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and then he's dead. Yeah, so uh, I've this got, thing's... I've got some great things planned for my retirement. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is key for you're about to die in a right. movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're about to retire, had a kid, freshly mm-hmm. married, tell like that. that. Yeah. You're nope. dead. So dead. Yep. But uh, so, yeah, here comes a meteor and we're all going to die. Meanwhile, uh, Sean Connery is <laughs> yacht racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's in the America's Cup or what. He's he... in the Scottish Cup. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. But... He's he's boat racing and doing his thing. And all of a sudden the Coast Guard pulls up and is like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to cut across your bow unless you stop that boat. And he's like, ah, he's angry. Like, for the first 20 minutes of this movie, Sean Connery's fucking pissed. Just pissed. Like, no one's telling him what's going on, and he's pissed. Well, cutting across a bow, I think, is like the naval equivalent of, I'm going to fuck your mother. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm just like, there's there's grounds for getting, like, real angry. Because they get on shore, and he's talking to the guy who pulled him over, and he was like, would you really cut across my bow? And he's like, yeah, and you would have sunk, too. (laughs) And Connery's like, like, well, no, he was like, I would have rammed you. And he's like, yeah, and then you'd be at the bottom. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) yeah. 
your sound logic with your yeah, military created <laughs> thing versus my civilian craft. He, he's not having any of this. Um, so he gets called into a meeting with Carl Malden, who is, mm-hmm. I guess, the head of NASA or whatever he is. But uh, he, uh, Sean Connery used to work for NASA, as mm-hmm. we find out. Like, Well, first thing, he walks in and like his suitcase is already packed and sitting outside yeah. by the reception pool right and he's like the hell is this he's pissed at that and then like he comes in is like look we're gonna lay it to you straight like you know hercules you were in charge of it you designed it and everything Mm -hmm. we need you back because we're gonna have to use it and he's like he's like that's all well and good but i (laughs) i designed it to point out into space and you've got it pointed at russia yeah (laughs) so he has designed this space platform with Mm -hmm. 16 nuclear missiles on it and the original design was to have them pointed outward so that if something was coming towards Earth, they could shoot it with the nukes, which, whatever. Uh, but the military was like, you know what would be better? Let's flip that thing over and just point it at Russia. Yeah. And he was like, I quit. <laughs> I won't be part of your Star Wars. <laughs> so, so Go buy yourself a Star Wars. So, he's very upset. That's why he quit. That's why he left. But they explained the whole deal to him, like, meteors coming, we're going to die. Mm-hmm. We need Hercules, you're the man. And he's like, you know, but it's pointed the wrong way. And, you know, but whatever, I guess I'll I'll do this for the planet or mm-hmm. whatever. Because um, well, so they, they give him some math and, you know, yeah. he, what calms him down is math. Yes. Because he's like looking over the spreadsheet and he's like, huh, yeah, that's just bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to all die. Yeah. So <laughs> they, um, they go into this meeting um, with... Uh, it, well, the general whose son blew up on the thing earlier yeah. is there, and two other guys. Yeah, but like after that, they they go to New York. Well, he's like, yeah, you got to come with me to New York. At least meet with these other. And he yeah. names like three other top scientists. It's like all the yeah. He's like, look, if if you're if you're still not game, you know, after you meet with them, I'll let you go. But mm-hmm. at least come give your input to them, and yeah. then you know you don't have to be a part of the final thing if you don't want to. Yep. So get to New York, go to this big conference room. Well, after they go to. Like it's like an AT and T building or something like that. It's no, like that's, it's like, that's oh, is that later? Later? That, that, that's after. That's okay. the next step. But like, so they go to this. They go to this meeting room where he Sean Connery comes in. There's nobody there, mm-hmm. and he just sits down. And then Carl Malden comes in. And he's like, "Where's everybody?" You know, yeah. and and Carl Malden's just like, "There's nobody. It's just you. You're the man. <laughs> you're the you're, you're the, the man now, dog. <laughs> you're the one who's gonna do this. Yeah. You're the smartest guy we got." And he's like, "God damn it! Oh, fine, whatever." So. It's after that that they go to uh, the AT and T building, and they, which is just a front, like they go underground yeah. and. But there's like this big briefing room with all the all the generals and everybody, and he's just Carl I think Malden, it's the Secretary of Defense, like yeah, people like that. It's, it's, yeah, it's everybody but the president, mm-hmm. basically. And Carl Malden is basically like, "You're the one who has to explain it to them because you will cut through the bullshit and mm-hmm. you will just get right to the point and yeah, and I'll back you up." Yeah, he's like, "Unlike last time," and he's yeah. like, "Yes, I'll back you up." Where yes. <laughs> So they get to this like this big meeting and everyone's just screaming and yelling at each other no, because no. I this was my my next <laughs> note because I wrote like I love how I love how fast the meeting goes from civil to I'll rip your fucking head off <laughs> yes because they're all like okay Jay gentlemen let's talk about the thing and they're like okay well see there's like a piece of a meteor coming here and it's like you want to take me Hercules and do what you son of a bitch you know if we admit that we have Hercules that'll be an international thing we're like yeah. why do we care about an international incident when the whole Earth's gonna die and he's like. Beside the boy, <laughs> yeah, and like just everyone goes to like immediately. I'll rip your fucking head off. This mode. is yeah. This is Martin Landau's entrance yeah. into this movie. He is the major general of whatever, and he is just here to fucking hate the Russians. Mm-hmm. It's like if we admit that we have this thing, even if we stop the meteor, then the world will know we're liars. And I'm like, 
fucking what? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're either going to die or you're going to be called a liar. Which would you rather prefer? Mm-hmm. But he is steadfast just against this. Like, no, absolutely not. And also the calculations come through to where they don't they realize that Hercules does not have enough firepower to mm-hmm. take care of this meteor. So what they have to do is convince the Russians they they know that the Russians also have their own thing, their own Hercules in space. Mm-hmm. They've got to get them to one admit it and two convince them to help them. Right. And Martin Landau is just like, God no, we we're not going to admit that we lied. We're not going to talk to him. We're not going to work with him. He's so angry. Mm-hmm. And this is like weird, young, almost Martin Landau is just like wiry hair and just right. sweaty all the time. <laughs> He's you know, doing space, 1979. Yes. He, um, yeah, so eventually, like, Sean Connery just basically kind of gets up and says, like, oh, yeah, well, he grabs his coat. He's like, I'll be ac- I need yeah. some air. I'll be across the street. Here's, here's said, the I'll facts. I'll be across the street having a drink. <laughs> He's like, yeah. These are the facts. If y'all want to die, stay here and die. I'm going to yeah. go across the street. Let me know what y'all decide. I need a scotch. <laughs> so, <laughs> making it double. He and, uh, he and Carl Malden end up over there, and then mm-hmm. they get a phone call, and it's like, it's on. So, well, no, no, uh, they're watching something's on TV, right? Isn't that what it is? Oh, because the first like chunk has hit somewhere. Oh yeah, because like as with all these movies, it's not just one big meteor; it's a bunch of little right. chunks are coming, and all of a sudden, like one is breaking news. Like there's this, the the BBC is reporting that there's this chunk coming to mm-hmm. hit somewhere, and and they're doing the whole like not only did it hit somewhere, but like. Is this really how we have to find out? Like, yeah. we have to cover this? Like, you know, NASA or nobody? Oh, yeah. The BBC is like, why is America not talking about this? Aren't they like the experts? What's the deal with that? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, I guess we're going to have to go deal with this. So it's on, basically. Yeah. So they they end. So I think they cut away to Peter Fonda gives a speech like the president. Gives, yeah, oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Henry Fonda. Yeah. Um, he, is, he has to address the press because right. they have gone and talked to him um, to where he's like, He's like, number one, we have a, that was just a tiny piece. Yeah. A big one's coming. We know about it. But guess what? We have a thing. You know, yeah. we're, we're going to deal with it. And like a good president, he listens and uh, reacts accordingly mm-hmm. and is like, OK, let's save the planet. That'll be a good idea. And he's like, I've got a plan to get the Russians to admit they have a thing. I'm just going to go on television and say they have it and ask them publicly to help us. Mm-hmm. So he goes on television and gives the speech and they cut to like the Russians watching this. And they're like. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> they, they go right from from propaganda to something. I mean, you know, it's mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, so they've got uh, Brian Keith working for them and they're going to send him over because he's like their top scientist. He's their Sean Connery. Yeah. So they're going to send him over. Yeah. So they basically the rest of this movie pretty much takes place in this bunker for the most part. Yeah. Now, like I said, they're in New York. Well, they were already were for that yeah. first meeting, the, yeah. the yell, yell meeting, but um, <laughs> they go to the AT&T building and it's like this underground mm-hmm. secret layer. It's under the, the, it's under the river. It's under yeah. the subway system. It's under everything. Right. And they were like, yeah, we, we can come in through this building all secret and covert like, but it's off, off this abandoned subway line. So we could bring all this equipment in, yeah. you know, surreptitiously and yeah. like nobody knows. And, and this is a control place. This is a sweet 1979 set. I mean, it, they spent yep. some money on this. Yeah. There, there's they're not faking any of this technology. There are banks of computers and projection screens, and you know, I mean, this is it. It's amazing this set, and then it's amazing what happens to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's just you know gathering people, getting everybody in, meeting everyone. Um, and a lot of this is like this is happening in six days, so it just yes. periodically be like there's a countdown clock. Yeah, basically. yeah throughout the whole movie, it's like. 
thing six days away now. It's five well, days away. They've constructed this giant board with just this line coming towards Earth with light up lights on each day so that they know like <laughs> about where it is and what day it is. So they've just got this giant blinking death light coming towards them. Um, Brian Keith and Natalie Wood show up. Uh, Natalie Wood is the interpreter for Brian Yeah, I mean, Keith. she's a scientist, too, but she's... Yeah. More or less sent because yeah he's just I'm speaking in Russian and she has to yes. translate and there there are several scenes like there's there's one scene where that guy where Brian Keith goes to meet with Martin Landau mm-hmm. and Martin Landau's brought his own interpreter yeah and so like they're they're co-interpreting at the same time for both sides yeah and they're like Sean Connery and, and uh, Carl Baldwin walk in and there's like you know they're just talking over each other like what the hell's this yeah. and it's like he's like how can i know that their interpreter isn't dirty if i didn't bring in my own and which that stuff. makes sense but they don't have to both talk at the no, same they time <laughs> the guy could just go like thumbs yep, up you know that's like, what he said yeah yeah so that's uh, uh, this is another point where martin landau was just like i can't believe you brought them here i can't believe any of this this is hot bullshit because the president has said to sean connery in the presence of martin landau you are in charge of this mm-hmm. and martin landau is just flummoxed he just he can't handle yeah. this because this this whole this was like the hercules control center yeah which he was put in charge of when it became a military right. thing and not a space defense program <laughs> yes so he is just pissed yeah he's fucking pissed I, it's not this scene i think it's like the next one where he basically he eventually just is like fuck this shit i'm out like, it's yeah. he has a glorious meltdown that we'll get to it right. is so good like i was just like this is the best so it's this is just it's a lot of prep it's a mm-hmm. lot of sitting around and waiting it's occasionally it's a lot of Sean Connery hitting on Natalie Wood. Yeah, that that is those scenes are the moments that grind this movie to a halt because it's like it's unnecessary mm-hmm. and not appropriate for the setting. Well, like everyone is like ma- saying things about Natalie Wood. Yeah. Like there's another guy who's clearly with another lady who's yeah. just like, hey, what about that Russian interpreter? And she's like, don't even think about it. And then they're like, all right, I'll see you later. Kiss. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. um. I mean, I understand you've got male lead, female lead. You got to put them in some kind of situation. But it's just like every time it happens, it's just like this is so unnecessary. And Sean Connery throughout the rest of this is just like unbuttoned shirt, just chest hair flowing all over the place, like totally unprofessional. <laughs> I, it's it's weird. Like, I mean, in actuality, they're only like eight years apart from each other. But yeah. he seems like 40 years yes. older than her. It really seems gross. Like, <laughs> just like, listen, old man, leave her alone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's just weird. It's like, I actually had to look it up because it was like, wait, what? Yeah. And then I look, I was like, oh, that's not that weird. But yeah. it sure feels weird in this movie. Looking at her, you're like, well, clearly she's a child. And he's, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's Sean Connery's Sean- looked. Well, like everything post James Bond, yeah. Sean Connery looks like Sean, Sean Connery now. Yeah. Like as soon as he stopped being Bond, it was like he just. Somehow became I'm an old, old man. man Sean Connery. It's <laughs> weird. Yeah. Um, so we're getting like these little uh, splinter meteors that are the the movie is interrupted every once in a while. The, the the UK is the one who's monitoring all this stuff. And they were just the bearer of bad news every time. They just pop up on this video conferencing system and they're like, um, sorry to tell you, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like, this shit's about to get wrecked. <laughs> yeah. So like the first one hits like in Siberia or mm-hmm. something and just it's a isolated area like nothing comes from it really um you see like an eskimo family that um i i don't did something happen to them or not no well i mean the the thing like hit behind a mountain yeah it's never really established like they dive like they're they're yeah. running away like uh because it's coming it looks like it's coming right for right. them but then it goes behind a mountain and it's like 
did the shockwave yeah. hurt them? I don't know. Yeah. And they've been doing this dance the whole time with Brian Keith. Like, Brian Keith is still not admitted to the fact that this thing exists. Mm-hmm. So, like, when that thing hit Siberia, we cut to the UN, and the UN's like, oh, we're getting reports out of Russia that this... The, the, the seismic the, thing, yeah. Yeah, and, and the Russians are like, well, yeah, well, we should consult our people about that. We'll get back to you. Um, so, but they've, they've figured out the shorthand of... Like, Brian Keith is like, theoretically, if we did have this thing, here's how many missiles there would be, and and here's how strong they would be, and stuff like that. So, they're already starting to piece together a plan. Because they're they're scientists, and they're not really ruled by this bullshit politics thing. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But then what happens is that... uh, Well, there's another, another, like, close call, because it's in Italy, like this... uh, Oh, right. Yeah. like, Like, there's a series of little chunks that basically fly over Italy, but burn up in the atmosphere. Yes. So... Italy, according to this movie, is a bunch of people sitting in Italian sports cars <laughs> making out of all ages. Like, just from, like, in a there's row, like there's like, like <laughs> there's like sixteen year olds to eighty year olds making out in this like in this rows of cars. Yeah, because that's Italy, and they all get, get out and like buongiorno, yeah, buongiorno. Yeah, yeah so the, all and these... then they just like you know like oh well they just got a, basically a light show. Yeah, and it's like well thanks thanks for that Italy. And this is when Martin Lando pops up and says, you know what, this is over. Mm-hmm. Everyone go home. This science is bullshit. You see what happens. Meteors hit the atmosphere. The glory of God just makes them explode and nothing happens. Everyone get out. And they're all just like, no. And he and he just melts down into this kind of crying, ranty thing of mm-hmm. just like, I'm I'm going home. I do. Oh, you come to your senses. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm never standing foot in here again. I'm. You will never see the likes of me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, OK, great. Glad to see you go, naysayer. We don't need you here. <laughs> like you're not, you're not really hurting us by leaving. Yeah, but man, he goes out on this rant, which is just like this is the most glorious thing. Which is weird <laughs> because it sends uh, Brian Keith into like it seems like he's going to melt down. No, like right, it, it, like, you, he storms like, off to go make a phone call. Like, but he's like, he's like, he's know, like screaming in faux Russian yeah, or whatever. He's like, and, this is the proof I need. And then Martin need Carl Landon has this. to go in there, like pat him on the back, and be like, "Here's how you get an outside line. You have to dial eight, not nine. I know in most places it's nine, but here it's an eight. And then you know, dial one plus the country yeah. code. And, and they bond over that. Yeah, they're like, oh, and then oh, that's basically you. like the Russians are in. Yeah, um, yeah. So their uh, their version of Hercules is Peter the Great. Mm-hmm. And surprise, it's exactly the same as Hercules. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Although they try to say that we built it first, and ours was definitely for Earth defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Just point the missiles at the yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many dogs did you fry trying to make that one? <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of, like, satellite turning and just people looking at screens for a while and, you know, things are happening. So as that's happening, there's another fragment incident where... Uh, in the Swiss Alps, there's some skiers, including Sybil Danning, mm-hmm. and this is this is not uh, isolated. I mean, this is no, not no, no. just something like, burns the other up ones in the atmosphere. Are like, yeah, the other ones are like, yeah, eh, it's Siberia. Nobody lives there except for this yeah. one, you know, Inuit family. Yeah, <laughs> and then, like over here, it's like eh, bonjour, yeah. you know. And then this one's like, no, shit hit the ground and caused a giant fucking avalanche, mm-hmm. and- wiped out like a whole cross country skiing race, like thousands of people and mm-hmm. all the vacationers, and it's just this big, giant disaster scene well it's a giant like throwing styrofoam bricks at people scene, yes but yes. yes and stock footage from avalanche hmm. because they had the rights to avalanche well, so there you go yeah so everyone's kind of bummed that's well they were ski bums and now yeah. they're just bummed <laughs> <laughs> yep and then there's another one that hits hong kong it hits in the water outside hong kong which causes a, a tsunami mm-hmm. and this is just a long sequence in, of hong kong of basically basically like i don't know a hundred 
thousand people running through the streets of Hong Kong, and it focuses on, focuses on one fisherman who gets out of his boat and runs home to his wife, and his wife, for some reason, just standing there, not evacuating, even though everyone is just hauling ass down the street. So plus we well there's him he's like the focal of like yeah. this is the disaster but then there's also a scientist that's been on the monitor too Jesus, yeah who's been like he's like an admiral in Star Trek's like next generation beyond yeah. like shows up a million times when those. you see him you know exactly yeah who that exactly dude is. Um, but like he's he's like oh Sean Connor we got one coming in yeah. uh, he's like, get out of there and he's yeah. like it's too late yeah and they're just like get it for us and just you know stand there in front of the window <laughs> get the big one <laughs> wow the tidal wave just fucking murders their whole squad room or whatever it is it's mm-hmm. yeah but yeah everyone running in the street just fucking eats it too <laughs> they all just die mm-hmm. so it's it's weird these scenes really don't give any kind of motivation it's just yeah shit's happening and we really need to turn these missiles faster i guess yep uh and there's some dumb convoluted thing where they, they have to fire the Russian missiles first, and then two hours later, they have to fire the... 40 minutes. 40 minutes later, they have to fire the American missiles, and they're all going to meet up in three teams. And there's also some weird thing they say, well, like, well, you know, once they're launched, they uh, they think for themselves, and we hope that they do what they're told, but we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At, at the end, like, you know, when the countdown clock is getting real, mm-hmm. like, it's basically a, a lot of dudes staring at monitors and, yeah. and looking at printouts and, like... Well, we hope. Yeah. You know, like, that's that's kind of the, the crux of the drama of this movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sean Connery and Natalie Wood go and eat a salad at one point and just sit and chat in front of some pinball machines, which I'm, like, super stoked that they had pinball machines in their super secret bunker. Well, sure. <laughs> which, of course, they were space-themed. They had Skylab and some other space thing. But so they launched the Russian missiles, and they're they're in the process of the 40 minutes until they have to hit the button to launch the American missiles. Mm-hmm. And the UK folks pop up on the screen. We've got dire news. <laughs> Terribly so. We've I got paraphrased it, news. but I wrote this down because it made me laugh. Oh, wait, no. Okay, wait. Before that happened, mm, okay. but b- before this happens, Landau has come back oh, right, yeah. because of all the carnage. He comes back in and apologizes. He's like, I'm so sorry. Whatever you need from me, I'm here. Carl Malden thinks that's dope. Like, he's like, fantastic. Sean Connery doesn't give a fuck. He's like, that's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And does not give a shit. Now. And Lando's just, I'll be in my office <laughs> yeah, if you need me. Right. Which nobody does for the rest of the movie. He no. just sits in his office. Yeah. So the UK people pop up on the screen. And like I said, I paraphrase this, but it's just basically like, oh, hey, listen, sorry to trouble you, old bean, but we've picked up another fragment. And here it is. It's coming right for you. <laughs> So they're all like, we need to go. And Sean Connery's like, we can't. We all have to be here to launch these missiles. Well, yeah, they're like, they're like eight minutes to launch. And like, he's like, no, he's like, (laughs) and it's like, why? (laughs) What do you need everyone here to do? The Russians can go. They've already done their thing. It's I don't know. But so they're just basically like, okay, stay. So they all have to stay. And their shit gets fucked up because the missiles launch. And then they're all just like. So now what do we do? And then this thing just fucking decimates New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, flies right through the World Trade Center at first, which is uh, unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, just it, it doesn't like hit the earth. It like skips through the entirety of Manhattan, basically. Um, like, well, it doesn't come straight down. It basically. It, yeah, yeah. It, it burrows down uh, going, you know, like horizontally across the land. Mm-hmm. Um, which, man, I mean, what are the odds? Like, first off, like. <laughs> First off, I'm going to go ahead and say no. Yeah. Because of the position of Manhattan Island and the way the Earth rotates. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it, the likelihood of it coming straight through and going south to north on Manhattan Island is unlikely. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, <laughs> just throwing that out there yeah. for mathematic purposes. It, it fucks up Manhattan. It does. It, yeah, it starts it, from southern Manhattan yeah. flying through the World Trade Center, and then like I think it lodges somewhere around Central Park, you know. And you get like stock footage of random ass buildings imploding and, and falling down and stuff like that. There's like decent matte painting of the aftermath of it where you just see like the scorched earth through. Mm-hmm. But what it means for our friends way down in the earth is uh, it's time to fuck up this set. It, it is, yeah. A- and they fuck up this set. Mm-hmm. No one's ever using this set again. <laughs> no. No, they're not. <laughs> they blow it the fuck up. And no one can really do anything except hide from debris. So, like, as the whole set is exploding and, and crumbling and everything, no one, there's no heroic action of anything. It's just like, hope I don't get crushed. Mm-hmm. And then it stops, and they all have to get up and see, okay, who got crushed? Mm-hmm. And like, well, Martin Landau did because he was yes. up in his office, which yes. uh, basically collapsed. It's oh. the only time you see him again is Sean Connery is going to check the elevator and he just looks over and you see him under the rubble. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's that's the weirdest message for this movie to send is that you have this arc of this military asshole who finally comes around to the side of good, comes back and dies because of it. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't do anything at all. He just comes back and apologizes and dead. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, beardy guy who was running the console got his legs crushed by the console. He did. Um, the lady, of <laughs> aforementioned lady of the girlfriend of the guy that was, you know, talking about how hot yeah. Natalie Wood is, she, she gets crushed. Yes. And that's a weird scene because he's just like, Sean Connery, could you come over here for a second, please? Could you move those rocks and see what happened to my girlfriend? <laughs> and then Sean Carter's like, yeah, sure. And moves him out of the way and is just like horribly crushed lady. And he's yeah. like, oh, well, sorry about that, old chum. <laughs> sorry about that. She's been crushed. But I kept laughing during all this because like there are random fires and stuff breaking out. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just the military people who run over to put out the fires. And they cut to Sean Connery just watching all this. Like, man, what a great action hero you are in this, Sean Connery, just watching other people do all the things. <laughs> this is really fantastic. <laughs> yeah, uh, Russian ambassador guy gets conked on the head a little bit, so yeah. they have to patch him up a little bit. And then, like... She uses the scarf that the lady gave her. Oh, right. Okay, yes. <laughs> because there was a running plot thread of this scarf that mm-hmm. this lady had, and then uh, Natalie Wood was like, that's a pretty scarf. And then she gave the scarf to Natalie Wood, mm-hmm. and now Natalie Wood wraps it around <laughs> Branky's bloody head. <laughs> <laughs> Branky's bloody head. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but then Mark, or Mark Lando, Sean Connery is like, all right, I guess I got to figure out how to get out of here. So he goes over there and, you know, manly man opens the elevator doors and that's all collapsed. No, and that's, that, that ain't happening. Nope. So he's like, uh, well, no, uh, Carl Baldwin's like, well, we can get out through the secondary tunnel where we run everything in. Mm-hmm. And it should lead out to the subway tunnels. We can get out from there. Yep. He's like, cool. I'm on it. Like, <laughs> and, and I think he takes he takes one person. I think he takes the guy whose girlfriend got crushed. I maybe. think so. Yeah. He takes and, a person with yeah. him. And like goes out and all right, I'm on the tracks. Like this seems like we can do, go through. There is part of the tunnel is collapsed, but it, it we can crawl up. It, it did the convenient it. like you know leave yeah. a little yeah. thing that you can actually still crawl through. So <laughs> he goes over and is like, "Looks good. Go get everybody." And just as he's crawling back down, like to join them and and bring everybody, like the walls are already kind of leaking, mm-hmm. which looks like shit water. I I know it's just muddy water because it's it's chocolate milk. Yeah, it's coming. It's delicious chocolate milk. <laughs> it looks like shit water. Yeah. It, um. Yes. But like you know, he's like the river's coming in. We got to hurry. And um. So basically, it's for the rest of the movie. It's run through escape muddy, from the mud water. Escape from the mud water. And Sean Connery is just covered in 
covered in shit for the like the rest of the movie. Yeah, much. all of them are. Well, yeah, um, but him especially. I mean, like he's the first one. It's like he's like I'm in the shit water now, and <laughs> we've and their their escape route is is basically. There is this mountain that they have to climb over, and mm-hmm. there's like 40 or 50 people left that still have to go over this. So it's all of them slipping and sliding around this, you know, shit water that's coming out of the walls and in yep. increasing force. Then they have to go through a subway train that's stopped, and, and there's dead people in there. Mm-hmm. So about half of them have to stop and go, eh, dead people. It's like, you were just surrounded yeah, by dead just, people. Your whole yeah. room was dead people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they all have to like, ah, like... Okay, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Emergency, just get through the shit water. Um, and then <laughs> operation, get through the shit water. <laughs> and then eventually, like, get up to a platform and climb up these stairs with, with more dead people scattered throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, they, it's, well, it's weird. They have to basically get up through to another platform mm-hmm. where there are 40 people who are not covered in shit water. Right. And it's funny because once they get through the, the, just the, torrential shit water attack that they're get going through mm-hmm. they get up to this n- other level where people have no idea that there's shit water coming and they're all just like perfectly fine and mm-hmm. then all these shit water people come in and they're just all looking at them like what the fuck yeah also um, someone has an am radio listening to a new jersey station that conveniently mentions that all of the broadcasts <laughs> in manhattan are taken out so that's why they're picking up a new jersey yeah. uh, signal that says because <laughs> We see the, the, the volley of nuclear missiles hit the thing. And Eventually. Holy God, this goes on forever. It, it you does. just see the synchronized swimming of the missiles. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, like a missile fails. Well, my, all right. Again, <laughs> just to get sort of pedantic. But my favorite part about this is every time they show the missiles, like mm-hmm. I get the initial launch. But every time they show them, they have the rocket trail coming out the back. And it's like space, yeah. Yeah. inertia, yeah. like not needed. I know. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, because like the ones that fail, they're like, oh, no, the, the you know, there's no more ignition coming out of these rockets. I'm like, it should still be fine. Mm-hmm. It's still going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Plus, but, they didn't launch all the missiles. No, they couldn't have. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, there was something like I it was either I think it was the Russian one, like left like half their missiles. Yeah, only, it seemed like only four. Like, well, they need like four, yeah. uh, you know, to complement the ones I, we I have. I think they just like, couldn't manage to film it because they were, saying, they were like, supposed to be like three waves of. Sure. However many. But I mean, like, America launches all their missiles. Run, lost, Russia still has some behind. Yeah. Which, I mean, was that like setting up for a dumb sequel where Russia's like, ha, now we have nuclear <laughs> weapons in space and you don't? I don't know. Or, like, well, I, I, all I, I'm saying is, like, if they're being conservative, like, well, we only need four more to hit the thing. It's like, yeah. Just launch them all. Well, like, the other thing I didn't understand about this was that when they said we don't have enough missiles to hit the thing and do it properly, and. Henry Fonda was like, what do you mean we don't have enough missiles? And Carl Malone was like, in space, we don't have enough missiles. And it's like, well, launch some from Earth like two hours before. Just use math to get it to the same location. That's not easy. I don't think we can can try. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think. Well, I mean, I don't think nuclear missiles are built to go through the atmosphere, like the heat shielding and stuff like there's. I thought there's I thought they're supposed to go up through the atmosphere and then come back down. uh, No, I don't think they ever like go past well no one explained that all right it just it just seemed weird like no one said well why don't we just no, I, I mean, get I some other missiles the ones up that are there. up there we didn't like launch them up there we, we no i know they were on a platform yeah. yeah i know well we, i'm saying we carried them up there via future not space shuttle whatever right. thing it just seemed like we had some technology sure okay whatever <laughs> they blow the rock yeah. up and it's like yeah. did it hit it i don't know it, it keeps you in suspense if you want to call it that for about 90 seconds best part of this is they are listening to the am radio guy from new jersey and he is fucking just cliffhangering the fuck out of the ex- he's like i we have breaking news to tell you about right now as you know there's been the plan to launch the missiles at the meteor which has been done 
and the meteors have or, or the the missiles have struck the meteor. And I would like to tell you now, as an American, <laughs> that the missiles have succeeded and the meteors go. And like he drags this fucking thing out, and everyone in the room is like, "Get on with it! <laughs> like, what are you waiting for?" I'm covered in shit water. I want to know if I did a job right or not. Yeah. But yeah, they they blow up the meteor, mm-hmm. and then there's a ceremony, and then the Russians get on a plane. Well, and like they... they get dug out by jackhammer people up first too, because <laughs> yes. like they were like trying to dig them their cells out. And they're like, wait, listen, and, yeah. and then yeah. they get busted out. Yes. Yeah, and then they do. A, <laughs> like, uh, 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 <laughs> well, all right, mm-hmm. did they get away with it because there wasn't something in between, or because he said it so stupidly? There was a line earlier in the movie. With uh, what's his name? Uh, Brian Keith, mm-hmm. where he's talking about because he doesn't speak a lick of English. Oh, when he says "fuck the Dodgers," yeah, <laughs> but he goes like "fuck the Dodgers" yeah. or something like that. And as a, he's like, he would like to tell you something that a cab driver once told him, and <laughs> "fuck the Dodgers." And they like, did they get away with that because there's no in between rating? Like, I mean, this is a PG movie, and I know there was no PG thirteen yeah, at the time. I I think I do know the movie was initially rated R, and they appealed it. Okay. I think maybe they went back and redubbed the line so it wasn't as blatant, mm-hmm. but yeah, sure. Yeah. But anyway, like when they're th- this this whole ceremony is basically like the Russians getting on the plane to get yeah. the fuck out of there. Right. Um, <laughs> get out, yeah. <laughs> and so like he's got a um, Brian Keith has like a little tote bag that's all you can really. It's a bunch of New York souvenirs, but one of them is a fucking Fozzie Bear. It's mm-hmm. like one of the things you can see, and somebody hands him a. Uh, a signed baseball bat where the entire Dodgers signed it. <laughs> and I think it's Sean Connery. He's like, yeah. compliments of the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, they're about to get on the plane, and he grabs Natalie Wood and kisses her, and mm-hmm. it's like, she gets on the plane, and Frank Keith in Russian is like, yeah, I think he'll be back. And she's, and like, she's like, maybe. Eh, maybe. maybe. I don't maybe. know. Yeah. Perestroika. <laughs> Glad's no... S- <laughs> other words <laughs> are you trying to drop some russian is that what you're yeah. doing oh okay yeah uh, how's it going uh, it's all right okay i had to ask so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but they get on the plane and they fly away and then like this voice comes on and says like mit has developed this thing called project icarus to do this so good night america <laughs> pretty much yeah it's like hey this shit isn't as far-fetched as you probably think it is because yeah. we got fucking icarus up there flying too close to the sun and shit yeah, the end. Like, I mean, call that shit Daedalus. If you're gonna call any, like, if you're gonna pick the freaking people, yeah, you don't name shit Icarus. Nope. He fucking failed. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So that's Meteor. It um, is. Hmm. So here's the thing about Meteor. Mm-hmm. For a while, I would. I, it's kind of hard to judge Meteor as a bad movie if the effects weren't as bad as they are. Okay. Like the, the, I have a feeling like at the time people are like, why are these stars slumming in this kind of movie? But they're all acting the shit out of it. Mostly. Sean Connery is mostly cruise controlling his way through this. But cruise control Sean Connery is still pretty entertaining. And, and the earlier Sean Connery who was fucking angry all the time Mm -hmm. was fucking amazing. He calms down once he just gets into woo Natalie woo, woo Natalie woo, woo. Natalie woo. <laughs> but you know that he just goes into cruise control for. But like the point up to that is mm-hmm. is great, and Carl Malden is on the whole time. Like he is. There are many great performances in this, and Martin Landau is his meltdown is something special. I mean, it is just. 
I've never seen like a general character basically just stomp his foot and almost start crying and just be like, I'm going home. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Oh, shit. Who is it? Um, is it Rod Steiger in Mars Attacks? Yes. Similar to that? Kind of, like, yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> he, <laughs> kind gets, of. he gets all like butthurt about something <laughs> in that. Yeah, the whole, th- yeah, yeah, because they're listening to Paul Winfield yeah. <laughs> and not doing what he wants, which is just to murder them all. Yeah. Um, so I was having trouble with it because I was like, from an acting standpoint, this is a good movie. The The premise isn't bad because we've had other movies like this and they're mm-hmm. fine. Uh, it's just it's the effects that aren't great. And then just the the mud thing at the end is just kind of like I understand it needed something here, but it just seems it seems kind of unnecessary. I get that the mud would have been more realistic than just water, but mm-hmm. it should have just been water because like apparently reading behind the scenes stuff about this, people almost died. Like the actors almost died during this because the mud was so thick and it was pulling them under. Mm. So I don't know. It, it that just seemed like a bad idea. It, I I was thoroughly entertained by this movie. It's it's nothing amazing, but I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, because you have like the the the. Uh, disaster movies that everyone thinks are lofty and amazing and towering inferno and stuff like that. And then like the ones that came later, everyone just shits on and go, ah, it's ripoffs. I, I think this is perfectly watchable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it three jocks. I think it's, I could, I could easily recommend this to people and say, you should probably watch meteor. It's, it's real dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not quite as high on it. I mean, I like when this movie started, I was like, this movie is going to so be my jam. Cause mm-hmm. like, Science fiction, I'm I'm a sucker for anyway. Mm-hmm. I like disaster movies too, so you would think I would love Armageddon more than I do, but I'm a deep impact kind of guy. Um, anywho, enough. like I'm just saying, like this movie becomes a little bit too much about sciencing that it kind of like it, it just it breaks the pace of the movie yeah. because like it'll it's more it's more like we're just sitting around monitors like doing science and and wooing natalie wood and <laughs> and then like you know punctuated by like oh here's a natural disaster over here and oh there's this and then i mean the climax is just like dumb and yeah. boring like it's it's just not exciting at all no. and um yeah i mean i i started high because like also this time period this aesthetic i was like oh fuck yeah science fiction in this with like you know, seventies badass everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like but, we were just starting to get technology down, but it was yeah. still really clunky. But and, yeah, just mean like also just like the aesthetic of like you know like everybody smoking in a room and you know sh- not quite shag carpeted, but like the still like everything was kind of hideous. Yeah, like look to everything. Yeah, and just like waiting for dot matrix printers to mm-hmm. print out a thing and then ripping it off and like studying it. Like, what does this mean? You know. Yeah. yeah, I just like I I got I got bored by the end, so yeah. I think. I'd still say it's worth watching, but I'm only going to give it one jock. It's okay. just a barely recommend for me. Um, like, it's not bad. It's just like, it's just, it's a letdown by the end. I yeah. feel like, um, yeah. It, yeah. Just, it just gets boring, unfortunately. It, yeah. It, it, and like, so, oh, what I was saying, like, we were talking about the Hercules, like, when all said and done, like, I was like, oh, man, that flag's on the right way. Because it looked like it, that was they were the way they were shooting it was it was going forward. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what the fuck in front of that ship was because yeah. like the missiles come out what looked like the side. Yeah, but I couldn't tell where if there was a command module, what side it would be on versus what side the thrusters were on. Yeah, like I could not tell you. Yeah, <laughs> at all. By the, I mean, there was one point where I was like, wait, is it? Wait, maybe it's backwards because are the thrusters? Are, I, and I was like, I don't even know anymore. 
Like I kind of like your model, but it's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I do. I, I also did appreciate the fact that every single one of the nuclear missiles had an American flag on it. Which, mm-hmm. I, if we really do that, like that's dumb. It is dumb. No, I was just mean like no one's going to see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it also is that something we want to be proud of and put our stamp on? It's all like I, I, I like it's like when you see it like flying through the air, you'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah America, sweet. nukes coming to. Blow yeah. some shit up. I I, I don't know. This, it seemed it seemed dumb. Like the Russian ones were like yeah, but, very you know, understated. Like red, you know, red yeah. tipped. It was like oh well, there's your red. But yeah. otherwise, <laughs> it's just a generic nuclear. And then they go over to the American ones and like fuck yeah, you, USA down the side, big ass flag. Look, it's even got truck nuts on the bottom. <laughs> Eating Hardee's, Carl's Jr. burger right on the front, man. You suck it, meteor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> like, but because they took the time to show the Russian ones first, and mm-hmm. they showed ours, and I was like, "Oh my god, really?" Like, yeah. so this is where you're getting your patriotism from is from the fucking nukes. You, you need to know space nukes. Yeah, it. Uh, no, none of it makes any sense. No, I don't but, know. You know, meteor. It's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is a thing. It happened. Yeah. Um. You know, and it went on to. Uh, you can see the genesis of of Armageddon and Deep Impact in this. Oh, I mean, absolutely. you totally can. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe this movie gave us some great movies. Sure. You know, maybe we got the core out of this. <laughs> Don't you be smirched the core. <laughs> I'm. I am not that oh, okay. guy. All right. <laughs> the core is something that is special and amazing. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. So meteor. That's mm-hmm. done. We're yeah. done. All right. Happy fiftieth. Mm-hmm. So if you want to write in and tell us how awesome we've been for the past 50 years. Episode. Episodes. One year. Uh, less than one year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. In two weeks, we're going to celebrate again, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's been a year. Woo. But if you want to write in, write in to BMF at BMFcast.com. Just say extra in there somewhere so we know what show to read it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you got something to say about Meteor or, you know. If you ever been covered in mud, or or maybe maybe you even have a recommendation uh, the too long for Banffcast. Yeah. I mean, you know our our ninety minute rule, give or take mm-hmm. a few ten minutes or so. But yep, I've been I've been segregating the list as they come in. Like I've got this separate list built of like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great idea, but it's too long. But this was uh, this was on that list, and so okay, then. we watched it. And the next week we've got another one that's on that list, and we will watch that too. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah, and then we'll talk about it for the only half, because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And thank you to patrons of Patreon for listening fast and soon. Or, I mean, you can only listen. Immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> like listening this, this week from soon. when we're talking right now. Right, uh, yes. Date of September 24th, 2017. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening this week, thank you. If you're listening later, yeah, thank you. But just a little bit less. Yeah. You know. You could be listening to this so much sooner. Yeah. The, the jokes are dated by the time That's true. we're done. Yeah. All Come of on. our hot takes. <laughs> Sean Connery impressions. <laughs> Man's been retired from acting for over 10 years now. Kids today don't even know who he is. Ah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's it. We're done. Uh, until next week, I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra Out. Mm-hmm.